Surah continues to remind us all that nature, that earth, heavens, and all of the seen and the unseen laws have perfect relationships with each other. So the ayah reminds us that what assurance do we have that the earth will not disintegrate. What assurance do you have that from heavens there will not be stones that will rain upon us as it had been for millions of years 
early on, you know, going back to five, six billions of years, there were all kinds of meteorites coming all the time down on the Earth. So the ayah suddenly tells us that what certainty have you got? What do you know about the design of these intricate relationships between the seen and the unseen and heavens and earth? If you remember, the surah, like many other shortish or medium-sized Meccan surahs, no less than maybe 30 of them, most of these surahs give us a lot of information, a lot of descriptions as to what is heavens, what is earth, the ways of Allah Azza wa Jal, and the purpose of his creation, and so on. And then also prescriptions as what to do to save ourselves from our stupidity, from our ignorance, from our arrogance. So there is descriptions, stories, parables, and prescriptions. So here, again, you have this idea that you are on earth, but the earth is an aspect of the heavenly bodies. It's turning around itself, it's turning around the sun, and the entire galaxy is, is drifting at an incredible speed, over 100,000 kilometers an hour into space. So where is your certainty? Bismillah. <laughs> أولم يروا إلى الطير فوق صافات ويقبض ما يمسكون إلا الرحمن لهم شيء مصير. starts the second half of the surah with the, the reminder to all of us as human beings to have taqwa. Be cautious, don't be arrogant. What do you know is going to come? What do you know what are going to be the futures of all of humanity, the future of this little earth? Insignificant. There are over tens of billions of galaxies. And every galaxy has about a hundred billions of stars. And our sun is only one of them. So we have to truly take our mind to a point where when we declare Allahu Akbar, we know that Allah is, Allah is greater than we can ever imagine. Allah is beyond our minds. Allah is beyond our reckoning. Allah is beyond our calculation. So here it says, but human beings are in denial. Now it's come to describing of the nature of the nafs, of the lower self, or of the ego. Kathaba is to deny, is to lie. The nafs always says, no, no, no. If you remember the two, three-year-old child, the first words are no. The nafs, which is only a shadow of the ruh, begins to have its own personality, so it says, no, I don't want to. I, rebellion, 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 rebellion. So it's just nature. Now, here, the prophetic, if you like, purpose, the way of Muhammad wasallam. Our, if you like, deen is to follow that. First is to witness. Witness what? Things as they are. The Prophet ﷺ often used to pray to Allah Azza wa Show me 
things, situations, relationships as they are. How are they? They are perfect. Look back into them, you find order in chaos. I want to see perfection. I want to see the nur of Allah along the shadows of creation. That is Tawheed. Otherwise, we talk about Tawheed, Tawheed. If you don't see the one, the twos will be confusing. As the, everybody is quarreling with everybody else. So, إِنَّا أَرْسَلْنَاكَ شَاهِدًا is to witness. وَمُبَشِّرًا Give the good news. What is the good news? There is none other than the one. لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ Everything else is shadows that will pass. Nothing is important except to realize the light of the one. وَمُبَشِّرًا Good news. Bishara is the وَنَذِيرًا And also warn human beings. That if they don't begin to see the light of one, refer to the light of one, if they don't constantly calibrate their sight, their insight, with the one and only light, then they will be misguided. They may have some earthly wisdom. They may have some earthly cleverness. But it's not good enough. The heart has not then come to its fullness and joyfulness. The entire business is about من أتى ربه بقلب سليم. You need to have a سليم body. You need to have a good body. You need to have a good mind, clear mind, healthy mind. But if the heart is not clear and open, you will not get the light of the ruh. You will not get the joy. So here again, suddenly it takes us to another realm. Look at the birds. The Issues, as I mentioned earlier, these surahs dwell upon the way of Allah, then heavens and earth, and then life and death, and after death. In other words, returning back to resurrection and after death. So, and then very much to do with insan. Who is this creation? Who is this being? So he says, oh human being, Look at the birds. How is it they are in balance? How are they caught with them moving their wings up and down? How are they doing that? What is that software, that program in them? It is the command of Allah Azzawajal that makes them do that. The key part in this ayah is the last bit also. Certainly, kafir is he who covers up the truth. He who denies the truth that we are here only to discover the nur of Allah. How can you worship something, an entity, unless you know it more? And how do you know it again? You know the lower self is treacherous. It is shaitanic. But the light that shows us it is shaitanic is rahmanic. It's from the rahman. So here, certainly, those who deny the truth, those who cover up the truth, those who are in darkness, 
Gharra yaghurru is a beautiful Arabic word. One of the nouns of it, gharur, is shaitan also. It, it also implies pride, arrogance, all that, you know, honor. The biggest problem that Christianity had with the Romans was honor. The, the Roman law was based on the representative of the population as senators. And for hundreds of years, in the peak of the Roman Empire, before its decline, senators were the most honored people in the land. Why were they honored? Because they donated things to the people. What were amongst the things they donated? Of course, public baths, public theaters, facilities, aqueducts, more important than all, entertainment. That's why if you don't see what I'm referring to, look at the entertainment now in the so-called Muslim televisions. Entertainment. So they were honored because of entertainment, mainly through gladiators and through other means of, if you like, circus. If you were honored, and this was mentioned to Abu, you would become a senator very quickly. And then the senator suddenly found the Christians saying, humble, humble, you don't have to have honor, you mustn't have pride. They could not work it out. So kill all the Christians. Until Constantine in 1312, when he found Christianity useful to get rid of the other emperors. By that time, there were four emperors, particularly two, one in the east, one in the west, and they were each under, underneath of each were two Caesars. They were minor emperors. Anyway, so... Here, the issue of ghurur, pride and pompousness, you see, that is why you see that you have to be careful as to how we Muslims have sunk to this position. So don't you know I am a chief this, I am a bigger this, and, and so ghurur, gharraya ghurru is pride, honor, superficial dignity. Imam Ali Zayn al-Abidin often would say, oh Allah, don't let them admire me and lift me up unless I see within myself my personal faults, so I balance it. So it doesn't go into your head, that I'm a big fellow, I'm an important person. We're all going to die, we're all going to leave this world, and what you can take with you, the extent that you and I have emptied ourselves. فَإِذَا فَرَغْتَ فَنْصَمْ How empty are you? Then the nur in you guides you. Bismillah. Wonderful two eyes. I asked Professor Iqbal to translate them. Or who is there that can provide you with sustenance if Allah were to withhold his provision? This is the key in this ayah. Maskar amsaka rizqa. Rizq is provision. Is provision for food, provision, air, water, and also knowledge and light and understanding and conduct. All of these are provisions. Nay, they obstinately persist in insolent impiety and flight from the throne. Meaning, I am independent. I can do this. My father gives me the bank manager, this and that. Nobody can give anybody anything. So, 
Nobody can ever pretend to be independent. We are all dependent upon Allah upon the nur of Allah and upon Allah's agent in us, which is the ruh. We're all dependent on this. So he says, if your rizq is withhold, who is going to give it to you? Now, it isn't only rizq that you can get or take. Or, what if it is there? Knowledge is there and so on, but you can't hear. You can't see. Food is there, but you can't swallow. <laughs> it takes a, a whole orchestration for you to be able to benefit from the rizq. So we are all under, if you like, total, utter, if you like, mercy of Allah. That is why this wonderful surah, Mulk, Mulk, the entire governance, the entire creational multiplicities are caught by him. He is the ultimate ruler of these dominions, layer after layer, the dominion on earth, heavens and in between. So don't we realize that any instant we may not be able to swallow. You know, we human beings cannot breathe and eat at the same time or swallow. Most other creations do. <laughs> so what if suddenly you get blocked? I've known people who have the last few days of their life, they were well, but they suddenly could not eat. It was their timing to leave this world. I have known people who certified they have died of starvation. They just could not swallow anymore. So, miskarizq is, or as I said earlier, if you can't hear, if you can't process it in your mind, somebody tells you something, you just do something exactly because they tell you there is a fire at the door and you're walking into the door. So how do we know? What do we know? What happens? Bismillah. The next one, and afaman yamshi. Is then one who walks headlong with his face proving better guided or one who walks evenly on a straight way? Now he's saying us, is it the same? Is it the same those who know, those who truly refer to Allah, those who are living with daimun? Is it the same those who are constantly in reference to the presence of Allah? Al-Hadrat al-Rabbaniya. Are they the same as those who are absent-minded and every Jum'ah they go to the mosque or every once in a while they say, Astaghfirullah. Is it the same? The Mithal the, the here is a beautiful one. Is it the same whose face is on the ground? Is it the same that he was walking upright, receiving all the signals from around him? Is he the same, he who is totally caught by the nafs? Many ayahs describe that. Ahammatum anfusahum. They're only concerned about themselves. The other one is concerned about the nur. They want to know the nur. They come to life. That means what we have now is biological life. It is physiological life. But are you alive? Are you ready to say Allahu Akbar and let it go? Because you know it continues after death. If you are, then you are cheerful. Then what is all that misery and all that anger and all that disappointments? And that is the purpose of our ibadah. The purpose of our deen is to make us wake up to the correct way of being in this world, not of this world. Bismillah.
قل هو الذي انشاكم وجعل لكم السمع والابصار والافئده He's translated. This is another very, very dense ayah. Say, it is he who has created you and made you grow and made for you the faculties of hearing, seeing, feeling, and understanding. Little thanks is it you give. The word, the important word in this ayah, the most important word, is fu'ad, af'ida. Plural of Fu'ad. Fu'ad is the innermost of the Qalb. There are hundreds of ayahs about Qalb. And if you analyze them, there are at least nine different levels of the sickness of the heart. But Fu'ad has very few references also about it. Fu'ad is the innermost of the heart. For example, you have here the most beautiful references of Fu'ad. مَا كَذَّبَ الْفُؤَادُ مَا رَأَى From Surah Al-Najm. The Fu'ad, the innermost of your heart, will never lie to you. So that's why when people say, my heart told me, and so you don't know what they're talking about. Your heart must, must be... That is why we say, if you love something, you are blind. Because that love will make you blind. You know? An ugly, sick child, the mother loves him. It's blindness. You know, if she was a normal person, you say, look, this is a sick child who's going to die. No, the mother. So love blinds us. But this is what Fu'ad is the innermost that is not affected by emotions. You have several other ayahs of this word Fu'ad is in it. That is how we will make your fu'ad firm and clear and reflective. Certainly your sight, your hearing, your, and your fu'ad will testify. Fu'ad, if you like, is the ultimate level where the ruh shines from. Because the house of the ruh is the qalb. And the inner qalb is fu'ad. So it's a very important cosmology to realize. Bismillah. <laughs> Here again, we have these three ayahs which tells us about beginnings and end, life and death. It says, it is he who has brought you into the earth, spread you out in the earth, and to him you return, or towards him you return. And then the rejection or the lower self, which is always in objection and in denial, say, when, is the, when will this happen? Denial, denial, denial. And de because we have not been willing to die. If you are willing to die, as the Prophet ﷺ always reminds us, die before you die. Be willing to die. So you are fresh. Then every day is a bonus. Then every day is good news. Every day is a Eid. You're returning back to the truth, which is ever there. And the answer to that is, The knowledge of that timing now, the timing doesn't mean only in time. The timing doesn't mean only after death. 
Allah knows what is the timing of that. I, that is the Prophet saying, I am only as a warner for you. Here is the answer again, Bismillah. No, no. To Adam. Kuntum bi to Adam. Kuntum bi tad'aun. Tad'aun here is the most important term of Zulfa closeness because we ask when is it when will it come the answer is in many other ayahs in the Quran for example and Jannah and that state of the garden is close to those who are in cautious awareness. The garden is already there. It's not only after death. The state or the hal that you get of blissfulness, of happiness, contentment, of serenity, is already there. But you and I are occupied somewhere else. That is why we can't plug into it. So here it says, the Jannah is close when that closeness occurs at the point of death or as a point of metaphorical death in this world when you're completely ready to give up all your self, if you like, assertions, then the Jannah is uzlifat. It's close to you. Allah is qareeb. Allah is ba'id. It depends on what you think. You can't just say Allah is far. That's why when we refer to Allah Azza wa Jal, most of us point out to the heavens. What about the earth? What about the side? So you need to realize that there is nothing in existence, known and unknown, unless the light of Allah is in it, within it, before it and after it. Then here is another word of jir, wijirul kafirin. So in the day of reckoning, who is going to give help or guidance or save the kafirun? The word is from the noun jara the verb jara yajiru jiwar. It also means neighbor. It also means help. It also means proximity. It, jiwar is next door. So who is going to help those who have in this life denied the truth that la ilaha illallah? And by referring to Allah, you will dispel the inner shaitan. Bismillah. The key words here are the, they go together. Amanna bihi wa'alayhi tawakkalna. The two together. You can't just have one without the other. You need one will lead to the other. So amn is security, certainty, trust, reliance. You rely upon that which is unseen, but He has given us sight. Allah is the all seer, the perfect seer. So I trust in that Allah will show me whenever I need to be shown. So I have trust. Then 
That is why we have to do what we can. The Prophet ﷺ advised the fellow who came with his horse. He says, how are you? What is your state? He said, I have tawakkul. He said, aqil wa tawakkul. First, tither your camel. Do what you can. Do what you are, in a way, custodian of. And then leave the rest to Allah. After the in-between, don't carry all the burden with you. I wish I had done this more or he had done more. It's not your business. Your business is presence, is huzur. Be present at that moment. Don't be taken aback by a shock or by, you know, that is why you are dazzled and then you buy more stuff and you don't know what to do with it. You stuff it in the garage and then you want to find some other poor idiots to load it onto them. <laughs> don't be shaken. What do you want? What are you doing? What is your need? What is your intention? What is your action? Be accountable totally and then you'll be free from your lower self totally. An incredible ayah that ends up this glorious surah. It says, what if your water is not going to be stayed, does not hold anymore, just flows out beyond you? You have seen how water disappears in sand or in the desert. It has no foundation. It has not going to be stable. You can't make any use of it. Ma'in is flowing. Said, what if nature was not based on these laws of gravity, viscosity, all of the forces of nature? How would you have lived? In other words, this magnificent surah tells us to begin with, Allah Azza wa Jal is in charge of it all. Malik al-Mulk. Then human being, you and I have sights. We need to develop insight. Look inside, do you find any fault? First, look at the situation. Realize that you have pain. But then look again and see the pain had reason. So, so you find, no, that was also good. So you find, then you find heavens and earth, how they interchange and interact. We are earthly, made of mud, made of salsa, but we are also heavenly. We have a ruh, which is above the angels. We can be lowest than the lowest, we can be highest than the highest. And then our life and our ruh and our death, and there is a return after death, to begin with, everything was dead. The earth was dead. Then comes life. And then they were all returned back. That is the first sayha, the first thunderous, if you like, disintegration. The big collapse. And then again there will be a rise of life without will. You and I then cannot do anything. We will only be coasting on what we have stored in our battery in this life, of learning self-abandonment, soul submission, realizing there is only one master for all other what we aspire for. So here you have got a most amazing surah, and as I said earlier, there are no less than 20 odd other surahs, whether it is Ar-Rahman, whether it is Al-Insan, whether it is Surah Al-Dahr, there are 20 or 30 Meccan surahs. As you know, 
Medina surahs are probably just about over a third of the entire Quran. But Meccan surahs are far more, but they're shorter. And most of them are to do with haqiqah. And in between brings about the element of human responsibility. And of course, the Medina surahs describe to us far more about the structure of the deen and the requirement for us to perform our duties in our deen towards ourselves, towards our brothers, towards society, towards humanity at large. So we are then worthy of being called Muslims and worthy to take the delight of being mu'min and worthy of the ecstasy of living as muhsins. Assalamu alaikum.